Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick. With no shirt on, and I'm Julie. <laughs> it is quite toasty in my attic. Obviously, we're enjoyed by the intrepid Emma as well. And today we're talking about, gosh, just so many things. So we've got the Oscars, which happened yesterday when we were recording this. And we had a little pool going. Um, we'll let you guess Me. the winner, but it's the person who wins <laughs> most things. <laughs> We also play a little game at the end of 2000s music, so thank God we got something in my wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) We, of course, recap RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. After 14 long years, we have reached the finale. What a climactic adventure. We dive deep, and we prepare ourselves for nine whole days without RuPaul's Drag Race content. How will we survive? By watching um, everything on Disney Plus, including Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Mighty Ducks and the Big Shot Show and Black Panther. And then we're going to start watching Why Are You Like This on Netflix. So we'll hope you join us in that. And Shadow and Bona. <laughs> I think it's Shadow and Bona. <laughs> we'll see. I'll just Google that and see what comes up. I guarantee I'll watch it. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. <laughs> That was perfect. Amazing. Nick, do you things like you have something you want to talk about? Go. What do you got? How are you? What's going on? I'm doing amazing, Julie. Yes. I don't know to what you're referring, but I have plenty of things that I can talk about, including myself and limited to myself, mainly myself, entirely myself. It's me. I feel like a good update on Nick is a good idea. Well, so got vaccinated second dose, which obviously we talked about. And then next week will be when I'm fully vaxxed, according to doctors and scientists whom I trust and most should. So let's get on that. Anyway, so I've dedicated Monday, which will be the day is like wholesome family time where I'll get to hug my parents and, you know, not fear that I'm killing them and hopefully be gone with all that imminent mortality shit that's been plaguing me and everyone else for this entire year. And then Tuesday, I'm planning on getting some. Let's hold back on your parents. It must be really exciting for you to hug them since you haven't seen them during this whole pandemic. Oh, that's right. They're in your house. And so there's a constant minefield. Literally, as soon as I get home, do I do I stop wearing a mask? No, I change out my outside mask for my indoor mask. Eating food at the cover of night, like a <laughs> like a little mouse. My parents coming in, moving outside. Is there a blizzard? Yeah. Am I outside? Still yes. So that'll be nice. Pouring twenties, let's go. Did you know that? Zazzled was the colloquialism for getting drunk in the 20s. So every fucking day I'm getting zazzled. Is that real? Yeah, it's real. Well, you've proven that nine out of ten times you are telling the truth. So Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It just doesn't feel true on the inside. Well, that's because you hate to see me succeed. <laughs> that is not true. So I know we all watched the Oscars last night because I made you guys be with me again. <laughs> like Two minutes before I was like... Let's see who is going to win Best Picture, Actor, Actress, Director, Supporting, and Supporting. You guys want to play? Here's the actual timeline. You gave us ample amount of time. You did it like 6.59, an hour before the program started. And then like at half an hour later, you're like, or we could not. (laughs) (laughs) So wait for my phone. And then who won? Julie! 
just barely because we all agreed on everything except for we got everything right except for best actress is the only place where we split well we got best actor wrong oh we did you're right we all thought but all together we thought it was chadwick boseman correct the entire world did yeah (laughs) i mean i haven't seen the father nor have i seen a black bottom Except for Lil Nas X, I follow him on Twitter. Uh, Ma Rainey's though is the the film, so I haven't seen either of those, so I can't really judge their performances. But you would think Chadwick, based on his career, his star power, the fact that it was extinguished by cancer, they obviously intended for him to win or were expecting him to win because the entire broadcast was centered around Best Actor. Because they changed the order of uh, Best Picture. It wasn't last, which was insane. It was insane. Then we have Best Actress, which was the most contentious race in quite some time. And then we have Best Actor, and it's Anthony Hopkins who isn't there. I felt like it was going to be this grand, like, Oscars so white, no Oscars so celebrating this fallen black. Oh, no, it's an old white white. guy. It's an old white guy. Goodbye. (laughs) But, hey, we had Glenn Close doing the butt. (laughs) Okay, anybody who didn't know that that was a scripted bit, I can't tell you. Da, 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 no, da, da. do you know how many people on Twitter were like, what? Glenn Close representing? I'm like, oh my God. No, she should get an Oscar for pretending that she knew who <laughs> DeButt was. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was, what was this? Oh, DeButt, I believe. That's the yeah. End of the song. No, she should get an Oscar for wearing sweatpants underneath her dress. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> she had like jammy pants on. That's cute. Well, and then Daniel, my parents fucked Kalua. <laughs> Was like really cheering her on. Kaluya is it Kaluya? Kaluya. Kaluya. My bad. I think I wrote to you guys. My favorite part last night is when they gave really earnest compliments to everyone, <gasps> not knowing anyone. Like you know, it's scripted, right? And she's like, "Your movie changed me." And thank you for your beautiful performance. I was like, <laughs> "It was so much." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We'll get Juliet break from deep throating for a second i did appreciate that there was no orchestra everyone got to say what they wanted no there was the- quest love <laughs> <laughs> remember he that sent out was- the bim, 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 for somebody i was like oh my god quest love you are killing his song selection was insane amazing yeah <laughs> it was psychotic but who was that dude who was like i want to thank everyone who worked on this film this guy over here it was the pixar yeah oh uh, yeah it was um uh pete doctor mm-hmm. okay did we celebrate my octopus teacher winning, even though I'm sure it didn't deserve to? Because I loved Crip Camp also. But then they were going up, and that guy was, like, pushing the woman and manhandling her. I'm like, get off her. Oh, I was like, ah. Oh, I didn't see that. I would have hated that. On the she was also side, the one who was like, I'm not supposed to be speaking. Didn't she say that at one point? That, no, that was the woman with Pete Doctor. Oh. Meaning they said, pick someone to talk. One <laughs> person, not both of you. But still, that being said, after someone, after like being corralled down the aisles, <laughs> would feel a little bit oppressive. A lot of it felt oppressive, but Regina King is the most beautiful person on the planet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> although it was jarring to have it open without any sort of fanfare and just be like, hey, I'm Regina King. It's like, yeah, bitch, I know. I love you. But also, where's the comedy? Where are the jokes? What's going on? But the jokes are always terrible. Well, at least they exist. Yeah, then the jokes came and you were like, oh, this is awful. Please make this stop. This when is terrible. When did the jokes come? When he did the game show in the audience about which oh. songs have been nominated, not nominated. Yeah, that. And he went to your girl from the Billie Holiday movie who just, I guess, swore. I don't even know what she said, but they bleeped it out. Andre Day, yeah. Who looked gorgeous. Oh, my God. 
So everyone knows her. They just don't know they know her. She sings Rise Up. Yes. And I'll rise up. Oh, it's rise like she's here. Like day. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for the director of Nomadland, Chloe Zhao. She was great. Mm-hmm. She and was very sweet. Francis that- McDormand is such my spirit person. She's like, and now here's Fern. She's like, actually, it's Fran. Don't call me by my character's name. Well, and she also, she's the first wolf that has ever won Best Actress. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing she also thought she wasn't going to win Best Actress because she seemed to give her best for that speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, wasn't was really a- trying to stay up there for that second one. No, after <laughs> everyone went on for like 87 <laughs> minutes for each speech, we had Best Actor and Best Actress cumulatively took five Six, seven seconds? Yeah, Joaquin's like, I'm not reading this bullshit. I just do the best I can. Here are the nominees. You're like... I know. I really appreciated that. The woman from Minari, Minari, who was amazing, and the highlight of the evening and needs to be the host next year. Her Brad Pitt stick was fantastic. <laughs> well, did you, see, um, did you see her acceptance speech for the BAFTAs? No. She was like, thank you. This means a lot coming from British people because... British people are pretty snobbish, typically. <laughs> but her humor is amazing. She's like, "This thank you to my sons who made me go out and work. work. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. She was no, the I, highlight of the evening. Well, and I also love how she's like, you know, it's weird. I never really wanted one of these in South Korea. We're like, oh, it's like a game show thing, I guess. And then she's up here and she's like, oh, yeah. She's that. like, I guess I'm luckier. She's like, I guess I'm just luckier <laughs> than you. And she said that to Glenn. <laughs> to all of them. Well, again, for the second year in a row, or second in three years, Glenn Close said to sit there while someone was like, oh, you deserve this, but I, I, I won. <laughs> I won. Well, she though. didn't deserve it for Hillbilly Elegy. No, 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 no. Did no, you guys no, even no. watch that? I know I did, but. No, I did not. Oh, I did not, no. Oh, it's awful. I have no intention of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all I heard it's Ron like, oh. Howard. I know and the book was supposed to be good. And I didn't realize the guy was from here and now it turned into a jackass and all that other stuff. So anyway, she deserves it for many, many, many things. But this movie is not one of them. No, Fatal Attraction, 100%. Dangerous Liaisons. She was amazing. Well, overall, blah. But the fashion was gorgeous. Zendaya looked amazing. Um, Angela Bassett looked amazing. And if I could speak like Angela Bassett, I would do that all day long. She has such command of her mouth and the language. I mean, <laughs> plus she and Yijun Yoon are the same age. No. No, they're not. I made that up. But Angela Bassett is hella old and she looks amazing. I don't think Angela Bassett is hella old. I mean, it depends. I mean, I am in the room, so... Okay, but I'm going to look up exactly how old and she is. And she's married she looks, to Courtney B. Vance. She looks much younger than her biological age. She's 62. Shiza. Right? Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. How old is the woman from Minari? Whose name I don't want to say wrong. Or Minari. I already just said it wrong. It's uh, Yoon is the family name, which they list first in South Korea. And Yoo Jung is her first name. Age, please. I'm Googling. <laughs> she's... She's 62. No, she's 73. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but I will say I did watch Sound of Metal yesterday with Riz Ahmed, and that movie is great. And if you, it's very creatively done. Did you see it, Emma? 
I didn't. This is helpful. I was probably going to forget to ever watch it, even though it seemed pretty intriguing. What is it about? Like, So he's a drummer um, with his girlfriend in like a metal type band and he loses his hearing mm. like 80% of it. And so it's like his and he's an addict. So he's been sober for four years since he's been with this girl <clears throat> and becomes suddenly deaf. And um, it's sort of his journey to becoming okay with being deaf or not and where his relationship fits in with that and where his addiction does. So it's another like Nomadland and Minari, Minari, um, quiet, thoughtful, character driven, not very joyful movie, but he's great in it. There's lots of sign language and exposure to the deaf community and, they won last night in the Oscars for sound editing, and they definitely deserved it. That's Let right. me share a tweet with you very quickly. <laughs> is this a runner-up for Tweet of the Week? It is a runner-up for Tweet of the Week, <laughs> but I think it will be your favorite Tweet of the Week, unless you've already seen it. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> what? I wait for you guys to tell me what's on Twitter. All right. I want you to see it. I can't just read it to you. Okay, what does it say, Emma? Hi, Gilmore Girls fans. Ah, it's Scott Patterson. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have a new podcast called I Am All In. Oh, Join me as I recap every Gilmore Girls episode and catch up with all your favorites from Source Hollow. <gasps> Time to grab your cell phone and subscribe. Okay. Well, because he doesn't <laughs> allow cell phones in the uh, Wait. <laughs> uh, wait, play the trailer. She can. It's a screenshot. Oh, uh, this is a screenshot. Oh, we got to play the trailer. <laughs> He's such a gibbering person. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm totally going to listen. Yeah. I mean, the idea everyone that else is on there. <laughs> I'm all in. Well, Scott Cabrera, who is, or John Cabrera, I'm sorry. He's in Happy Alien with Lane mm-hmm. and Oh, Zach. yeah, yeah. The bass player. He is doing an everyday rewatch on Clubhouse right now. So I'm guessing they're having a resurgence of some kind. But. <laughs> Julie, have you listened to the I'm All In promo yet? No, would you like to? Yes. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. This Dude. is Scott Patterson. Oh, here it is. You know me as Luke on the show Gilmore Girls, and I have a podcast called I Am All In. So, you know, here's the thing about we the podcast know. is I've never ever ever seen only seen one movie and i've only seen the pilot so 153 episodes and three movies i have not seen and i know you guys have been binge watching it through the covid and you know for 21 the years the he's, saying he's never seen gilmore girls yeah. yeah let's watch it together guys you know we'll share stories we'll share the memories uh i've got a million stories to tell especially about sean gunn and Milo Ventimiglia, and a lot of other people too. And guess what? You can pull out your cell phones and use them during the podcast. I oh guess. My God. How am I that bit's know? gonna get old. You come fast. into the diner and do that. That's a different story. Listen to I Am All In on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey everybody, and don't forget follow us on Instagram at okay. I Am. I don't know if I'm all in, but I'm definitely subscribed and I'm definitely listening for a while. Oh, I already gave it five stars, but <laughs> it's going to be awful. He's a ramble. If you've ever seen him interviewed, he's just all over the place. He's like an old hard rocker. It's like, I love this peanut butter. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, it's going to be tough.
but still exciting. And I thought you, of all my friends, would be like, yay! Very excited. <laughs> she is. She made us listen to it all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so back to I, the list. Back to the list, please. Let's get through this shit. Also, Mayor of Easttown, which is the new Kate Winslet super depressing murder mystery oh, show. Oh, is that good? <gasps> So all I yes. know about this is she's one of the very few actors who has ever attempted a Philly accent. I don't know a Philly accent, so I don't really care, but it's a very sad town. It reminds me of Broadchurch. <laughs> um, but it just seems she's the sheriff in the town. There's some bullying going on. Very depressing. Um, she does it with Guy Pierce in the first episode. It's looking real good. Uh. I'm super excited. I listened to an interview that she had on NPR where she was talking about some of those sex or nude scenes that these young actresses who are playing teens were doing. I was like, has nothing changed since me too? And she was They're like, doing it with each other. Guy- it's two girl. It's girl and girl for the teens. Okay. So she had some questions um, or felt uncomfortable. And so Kate Winslet was like, I'm going to be in the backseat of this car while you guys are doing it. As if that would help. Apparently it did. But who knows what she was... I mean, she really got into a role in Ammonite, I guess. Did they not have the intimacy person on set? No, I'm sure they did. Right? Because these are young girls. They have to. I mean, not like nine, but, you know, like 15, they seem like. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know who did the murdering, and I don't care. Um, So it's like (laughs) The Killing or Broadchurch. Right. So she's in this sad, depressed town where she knows everybody, and she's the sheriff. (laughs) And then her ex-husband lives next door with his beautiful wife and super happy family and she's like fuck off and her mom lives there like a whole it is Jean smart ha ah. okay. okay then guy pierce shows up in town Rawr. and he like wants to do more than sleep with her she's like yeah i'll call you bye um do more than sleep with her like they do it yeah. they get it on yeah, with their clothes on for me. There. <laughs> wait what more is there to do a relationship? Yeah, he's okay. like a writer, okay. and he's like, <laughs> sorry, I so want to get to know you. And she's like, I'm cool. Peace. Uh, I've only watched episode one. I think there's only six of them, but it looks like super high quality, really well done, and thankfully not starring Nicole Kidman. Because I don't <laughs> know if you saw the preview says. of the Nine Strangers movie that's coming out on Hulu starring Nicole Kidman, but I read the book. <laughs> she already did the other three ones. She did The Big Little Lies and the whatever other things. Enough with the Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like she's having a real TV renaissance because in the early 2000s, it was all Nicole Kidman all the time. And then nothing. No Nicole Kidman. Where is she? Have you guys seen Dead Calm? No. No. I think it's her first movie. It's Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill and a very evil Jason Patrick. It is amazing. Suspenseful. She's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. They're out on a boat. So scary. (laughs) Dead Calm. So good. Write her down. I'm sure you can rent it on VHS or beta at your local blockbuster, but <laughs> so good. And I don't even like scary movies. So highly recommend. Yeah, Back to the list. Oh, so right. Disney Plus, it was the finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert, now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I am really? so in an MCU, it is terrifying. So I decided I bought Black Panther when it came out because I wanted to support, but I didn't know anything about the MCU. So I watched it and I was like, this is so dumb. Now that I've seen everything else, I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> so I rewatched Black Panther. Anthony Mackie is amazing in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Yes, I do. Oh my God. 
And at the end, I think they might be gay lovers. They don't really show it, but it seems like it. Oh my God. So, first of all, Anthony Mackie has been killing it with the homosexual subtext game. He was in a Black Mirror episode where they play as uh, characters in a game, but you can feel the sensations. And his friend, who's also a male, plays as a woman and they have sex in the game. And, like, they try to have a relationship in real life, doesn't work out because they just, I don't know. Wild. Amazing. Also, Sebastian Stan went full frontal in his most recent movie. It got critical acclaim, whatever. You see his penis, it's delightful. The two of them together are adorable. And this isn't a spoiler, but they go to see Anthony Macker's sister at the end, and Sebastian Stan sort of leaves the girl that he's seeing, and then the last shot of the movie is they have their arms around each other as they walk off into the sunset. Gay love! Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Ah, there's, um... One up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep going down this rabbit hole. Did you see that uh, Chloe Zhao is directing a Marvel movie? Do you yes, know about she it? Is. Yes, yeah. she is. Yes, she is. it about? <laughs> I have no idea, Julie. It's about a superhero, <laughs> I think. It's one of the many superheroes. I wonder. I don't know who's directing This is Black your Widow. little bit of kibble, and you're going to no. go fetch the rest of the information you need to I know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hold on one second. No, so it, <laughs> I'm not feeling very It's well. called... It's called Eternals. It's about this race of immortal beings, which is very similar to a uh, Netflix movie that Charlize Theron just was in. Uh, but anyway, they, like, shape the world's history by living forever. But it's got some, like, high-caliber people, such as La Viuda, <laughs> such as La Viuda Negra herself, Sama Hayek. Um, also, Angelina Jolie's in it. And then Gemma Chan, who was in... So far, we are 0 for 3. Where's a hot dude? Richard Madden's in it. Oh, hey! <laughs> Kit Harrington's in it. Both the Kumail Stark Nandiani's brothers? No, you're lying. Yeah. Kumail Nanjiani's in no, it. No, you're well. making this yeah. up now. What? That's so real. That is so real. <laughs> what? The Rob and John Stark and Kumail Nanjiani? Correct. I can't believe you. When's yeah. this coming out? <laughs> well, it's coming out around the time that you come out as a stalker of both of these men. I think 2021, late 2021. Yeah, so did you see on the Oscars the preview for West Side Story coming out in December? What are you doing? If the What's film is in the can, let's go. I want to see it. Oh my God, there's so many directions we can go. Well, I'll stay on Disney+. Plus. So the new Mighty Ducks with Lauren Graham and Emilio Estevez is killing it. It is, is adorable. It well? Emma, you would love it. Is it a series? Yes. I thought it was a movie. No, it's a series. Oh. Super okay. sweet, and the kid in it is awesome, but then his next-door neighbor kid is totally Sean Astin from The Goonies. It's adorable. <laughs> now there's a show called Big Shot, which is John Stamos, who I've never been a fan of, and he's a college basketball coach who like throws a chair and gets ejected, and now he has to go coach girls basketball, which sounds terrible, but it's a David E. Kelly show, and it's actually pretty good. Except What else has David done? Allie McBeal. Um, oh, skinnies, skinny people. Not just that. He's married to Michelle Piper, but um, oh, cute. Uh, Northern Exposure. It's usually really well written character studies, not Aaron Sorkin, okay. but a little lighter than that. Um, but they do have John so, Stamos running in some very strange clothes. <laughs> Are they tight? Are they tight fitting? I mean, I think I they're like skinny that. sweatpants, but he has like a. Like Justin Thoreau and the Leftovers? Maybe. Okay. Sorry. It is 
I'm sensing the end of my 14-month celibacy, and I am a little charged right now, and I apologize for that. <laughs> did, Keep talking. Did you watch Trixie and Katya watching Shadow and Bone? No. What's it about? What's Shadow and Bone? So it's a new, like, sci-fi series on Netflix with, like, witches and powers and stuff like that, and some gay sex, so... Okay, tell me everything. Well, I started watching it yesterday and I fell asleep, but I'm not because How much gay good. sex and then what, like, duration? Well, was there anything obscuring it? From the Trixie and Katia. Weird fisheye lens. Because, like, I've been burned before, Julie. You burned us all. Bridgerton. 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 That yeah. That was the preview. You were like, we gotta watch it. It's gay stuff. Um. There's no gay stuff. There's yeah. a lot of very strange I'm stuff. I'm only halfway through the first episode, but I think it's gonna be good. I'll let you know as the gay stuff comes. But I think we should watch that. And there's a new show on Netflix, but I wrote it down. Oh, it's called Why Are You Like This? Have you heard of that? No, it's what you tell me every day, though. <laughs> Hold on. It's Melbourne, Australia. Obviously not Melbourne, okay, Florida. I'm in. Um, and it's gays in their 20s. Okay. Did you guys watch Please Like Me? You know who Chas Chalmers is, right? I do, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like this a little bit. Here, let's listen to it. Sharing my screen with you. Therapy is incredible, Penny. I've been feeling so much better. You've been going to therapy? Well, I went to therapy once. When are you going again? Again? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm cured. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, Penny. I, I really have this whole depression thing figured out, and I just... Thank you. Penny! Oh, no. Not again. Austin, it's okay. You cannot Marie Kondo again. It'll be different this time. How? <laughs> this time I have labels. Oh, God! <laughs> I mean, it looks amazing, does it not? <laughs> it looks adorable. <laughs> it's got our names written all over it. So season one is on Netflix. And they're Aussies. They are Aussies. Why are you like this, So. Netflix knows me, and it called me and said, we've got a new show, Paul. Yeah, I think you might like it, especially since we're going to be watching Australia <laughs> Down Under. <gasps> Netflix oh called me a basic-ass bitch, and it was like, have you seen the newest David Attenborough narrated Oh, everybody wants to see that. About animals and color. I can't wait. <laughs> exactly. I can't watch Planet Earth, because it's like, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. Okay, but if you get high while watching Planet Earth, imagine that same sensation times 10. <laughs> Hospitalization. <laughs> We're going to die right now. Immediately. <laughs> All right, right before we go to Drag Race, which is where we're headed, I need your help on the Tweet of the Week. All right, amazing. <laughs> What's that sound? It's the tweet of the week. <laughs> Obviously. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so my octopus teacher won, and there were lots of great tweets about it. Shout out to all the octopus teachers who had to rely on Zoom all year. Come on, that's funny. In the sequel to my octopus teacher, he falls in love with an eel. It's called That's Amore. Come on. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay, so we're in the middle. Nothing prepared me for this ending. Judith Love Cohen, who helped create the abort guidance system, which rescued the Apollo 13 astronauts, went to work on the day she was in labor. She took a printout of the problem she was working on into the hospital. She called her boss and said she just finished the problem and then gave birth to Jack Black. What? It's a true story. Her mom, that's who Jack Act- Black's mom is. Actual Damn. Jack Black. Actual wow. Jack Black. Phil's going to love that one. Right? 
Trixie, always amazing. UnchectedMentalIllness.com, the pit stop season 13. Trixie Mattel Bob. <laughs> that could be it. Gilmore Girls, we did that one. Okay, this one's great. Woke up, discovered three-year-old had massive nosebleed. His clothes covered in blood, washed him, walked into the kitchen, found five-year-old stirring his brother's bloody clothes in a pot filled with hot water. I need his blood, he said. I need his blood. Oh my God. That so one. then everyone's that adding on to it. I was 15, babysitting my cousins, age 4, 7, and 12. It's 3 ish in the morning. The four year old walks in, drenched in blood. He has chronic nosebleeds and says, I'm going to miss you, he says, when you're in the floor. Oh my God. <laughs> you liked all of these. I thought they were hilarious. At four, my daughter asked to shop at Mall Santa to bring her an undead army for Christmas. We're still terrified. Of <laughs> that might be it. That's it. That's one hundred percent it. Yeah. So good. That was the best thread all week. So let's go with that for the week. What do you think? One hundred percent. Yes. Emma, you agree? Oh my god. No, she's not. Take it to the runway, runway, take it to the runway, runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. So let's head to the finale. What are your thoughts, people? It's over. Woo! Okay, after 27 years, we've gone to the ultimate episode, the coronation of season 13. And I don't know. I felt so first of all, Emma and I watched anyway, we watched it at around 8:40. We started. We still finished at 10 o'clock. Such was the bloat of commercials. I really didn't get the Bette Midler number where they were boys <laughs> and then they were singing on a stage. Didn't truly love that. The looks, though, were fucking phenomenal. Absolutely insane. Some of the best looks ever. Um, do you agree with the winner of the show? <laughs> Absolutely. Simone Simonier, 100% should won. I mean, it was brutal, that Candy and Rosé went up against each other, which meant that Got Mick and Simone went up against each other. Because those were my two winners. One of those two. Right. So I thought they would put... When that happened, I got freaked out that it was going to be Candy and Got Mick in the final because they are such good friends. Yeah. Yeah, it would have made so much sense for it to be Candy and Got Mick and then Rosé and Simone. But whatever. It's fine. I also think Candy might have won final lip sync I do not agree I watched it twice and I liked Simone better the second time but she Candy had so much energy yeah okay I don't think she won but I do agree like Candy killed those lip syncs she really did better than any of her four bottom lip syncs like that was that was really yeah I mean the fact that she was brandishing the Dominican flag was great representing a very small country <laughs> with a very and small, a lot small flag. wrinkled flag <laughs> yeah. I mean it was a fucking disaster <laughs> the I know. in the armpit I did notice that no her looks were the weakest of the best, oh I would say but I mean impossible no. not to I mean everyone else was no, Rosé wasn't great but that's Gothic was <laughs> Out of control. Stunning. Artistic, creative, amazing. Simone, hits and misses, but some amazing. Her white look is my favorite of all of the looks. Yeah, should we go through the looks? Okay, let's, let's go through the looks. So the opening um, number with RuPaul, let's first of all say... Go on, girl, give us nothing! Those men this year are smoking hot, and the choreography was not just insane. It was great. I thought they looked amazing. But good for her. RuPaul is 127, and she looked amazing. Yeah. No, Emma was saying the same thing. Like, her legs, her body, the fact that she's... Sorry. 
the fact that she's out there at all, stunning. The song, terrible, fantastic. <laughs> Just... So we start out with a ball because who doesn't have unlimited amounts of funds to have seven hundred thousand dollars worth it's of money? It's ridiculous oh how much money they. They spent. should give them money. This is crazy, don't you think? Yeah. Yes. Because Gothic's looks well, are thousands of dollars. At the very least, they should allow them to make their own money. Did you hear about Tamisha Amon? She's coming. So for her you. song. She's coming for all of us, but she. Recorded that song, Arrogant, and isn't allowed to collect royalties on it because there's a contract that you cannot collect things in the first year. Have you not watched the very extensive 28-minute video by Bussy Queen where he goes through the entire contract? But still, wild that it is. Well, don't sign the contract. It shouldn't be. You calm down. You calm down. Anyway, the Hellraiser look was phenomenal. I mean, what the hell? I remember being absolutely terrified by that cover and terrified at how gorgeous she is. She's like, I shaved my head for this gorge. <laughs> she did it. She did it all. It's amazing. Yeah, she looks stunning. Well, that is a 10 out of 10. Okay, Candy Muse. Did you know this said Black Lives Matter? I didn't know that. Well, she said it. I yeah. didn't hear it. I must have blocked well, out because she's she muffled talking. perpetually. But no, she mentioned it was a Black Lives Matter. Messaging, amazing, great. I do like the creative usage as the M creating her train. Overall, it just was boring a little bit. It's just cut weird. Oh, here comes Rosé. So I will say, I don't love latex looks in general, especially when, I don't know, I like when they're form-fitting, but when they turn into billowing situations, I just really hate them. So I did not love this look. Also, her makeup was terrible. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if she could have done, like, some sort of black and white makeup or just more makeup or covered her beard or whatever, but... I know they had a very limited time because I listened to Got Mick with Nikki Tutorials. Uh-huh. They had sort of a review slash makeup thing. And Got Mick said the reason that he had to change, if he had to shave his head, was there wasn't enough time to put on a bald cap and make that work. Mm. Simone Simonier, oh my God. It's insane. Other than my fear it's- of this wig falling off her head, I thought it was amazing. If Got Make was a 10, this is a 20. Just, I mean, it's what she's done perfectly all season long, which is fusing black culture and her experiences into something that's so high fashion, but doesn't compromise her identity. This, like, Rococo, Marie Antoinette, billowing bottom situation with the black bandanas, and she's got a little fur stole thing that's wrapped across her like a sash that says winner. This fucking hair. My God. And this tiny little ankle. <laughs> all of that dress and hair on that little person i mean she came to slay she, she had very much has the energy of this chinese pirate who was captured <laughs> and then wait for it and she was captured and then took back the boat and then commanded the largest fleet in history in history this woman did this is what i'm feeling i didn't get any of that um, this was like Sort of that Bridgerton-ish. Oh, fair, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, mm-hmm. I own the whole place. She owns it all. Ugh. This is my favorite look of the night. So then we go to the red. Oh, my God. Keith Haring is... So my first introduction to Keith Haring was a Verizon background that came pre-programmed on my phone in 2009. So much more to the man, turns out. And this was a lovely... I mean, the shape, the silhouette... The pattern, trans rights or human rights, the messaging of it, fantastic. Perfect. But let's be honest, custom, I mean, this is like, 
expensive. $20,000. Expensive. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's art. She is art. And she went full on, now that Michelle couldn't judge her, went full clown face the entire time. Which I think hurt her in the lip sync because you can't see any emotion on her face. Oh, that's fair. Mm -hmm. A good friend of ours was pointing that out to me that, like, you couldn't... It's not humanizing. It's a mask, you know? Yeah. And so you're looking at Simone, who's looking at you, and you're, like, rooting for her, and this look is... Don't look... You know, I'm I'm not a person. I'm a canvas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Candy. So Candy doesn't look terrible. It's a kinky boot sort of situation with some grommets on it, which... Fine, it's industrial. She's got the jukebox. At least it's not just a fucking tiny purse. She's got the Princess Leia headphones. I think, first of all, she doesn't have it's fine taste. But the idea that you're going to find a designer, the right designer, and get them to donate, you know, all that stuff really makes me feel bad. Yeah. Gottmik is obviously already in an arts community, right? And so is Simone. Yeah. Like the House of Avalon. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah, For normal drag queen, there. this is amazing, right? Stunning, oh, yeah. absolutely. Any other sure. season, they get one look. This is three looks, plus their outfits for the songs. Yeah, which all have to be reveals, apparently. So it's like, we're getting close to ten looks here. So Rosé comes in as the red tide. She looks like some swarming phytoplankton that's subsuming a local aquifer. Um... What is it with the hair on the face? I was going to say, Rosé didn't alert. get credit for doing that hair before. <laughs> before Jada Essence Hall uh-huh. came on later. Trend alert. I'm going to say, um, the worst outfit of the season was Lollary's bag outfit. Second yeah. is Candy Muse's pocket outfit. And then this. this <laughs> I don't think it was terrible. that bad. She looks awful. It was not that bad. She looks misshapen. This is it. If the headpiece was <laughs> bigger and more dramatic, it might have been better. Nope. I like the headpiece. I don't know. I think the everything below it isn't helping. Well, I mean, that's a man, Maury, is the thing that Rosé runs into all the time. She's a gorgeous boy and has very chiseled farquad features. <laughs> it's tough to make her look pretty. And she looks good here. She looks Yeah, I and mean, I, like, I like the hair and the headpiece. Yes, but she's a whole There's person still a with a big to be body. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this look from Simone. This was my favorite of the night. Really? Yes. Yes. I mean, the nail, the I hair love, and the nails are amazing. The dress, I feel like we've already seen. I don't care. I love a camp situation that is fun, that is quirky, that is unique. And having the hands holding her ponytails, having those giant claws coming out of her feet talons, the dress itself looks amazing on its own. And then it's covered in acrylics. Oh! God, that hair... Gorgeous! It is stunning. It is absolutely and stunning. And it's a little tricksy and catch your crap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this was my absolute favorite look. Concept, styling, attitude, boom. I do love Simone in red. She looks so good. She looks, I mean, to be fair, she looks good in everything, but she does look great in red, you're right. Red and white are her fucking colors. Can we take a second to talk about the drive-in situation? That seems to be <laughs> only filled with women. You're like, where are all the gay men? How did they not there get was some So here's my question. Was it actually broadcasting live or were they just told to react to things and be like, be excited, be sad, be poignant? That's true. I think it was broadcasting live, but it, like everything so. that was on the stage, I think was filmed ahead, maybe. Okay. Because they, they must have done all the lip syncs, right? We don't have to jump Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
like all the different outcomes so that the queens wouldn't know. I think they, well, based on, did you watch their live reaction to the winner? Uh-huh. Yes. It made it seem like Rosé and Gottmik knew they weren't in the top two. Because that was my first thought, too, is that they I don't had know, one. the way that Candy was watching her first lip sync against Rosé, she, like, could not smile. She was terrified. She had no idea well, what was going to happen. Mama was tense the whole time. I know. Our last look at the ball is extravaganza. It's Room! So Gottmik is dressed up as Room, the first eliminated queen from Holland, who also <laughs> wore something similar, but worse. <laughs> yeah, not nearly this well executed. <laughs> My God, you guys. I know I'm just like a little poor girl in the corner going, but this costs so much money. But that is crazy. Evidently, Gottmik was also wearing 10-inch pleaser heels under this, and so she was just, like, shuffling. Look at the bottom. I know, I do find it distracting when they can't walk in their outfits. Yeah. But this is... This was absolutely gorge. We had a poor... And I mean this in every way, a poor candy muse. This just looks... <laughs> I'm having a fucking seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Going back and forth and back Sorry. and forth. <laughs> No, you're fine. Yeah, it does look like a quinceanera dress a little bit. And then what is um, up with the way this wig is cutting her head? Because no. she looks like a <laughs> prom in the early 90s, late 80s aquamarine disaster. And then the hair looks like a Viking warrior. I just don't think the House of Dolls has the same taste level as Gottmik. Rosé. Oh, my God. This, this looks like it should have been on a kid's birthday cake. In 1994, maybe? It's just not the right color green. She shouldn't be wearing blonde hair. I don't understand. It would have been great if she came out in this really rich emerald green situation with a longer train. It's just ruffles again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think she stood a chance fashion-wise on this night, so... She feels good. I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> and then how much does the fashion play into it, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. So this is what's a little bit disconcerting, is that track records don't seem to play into this that much. Into and this format of, or in general? Yeah, into this format. It's one of the things that I don't like about Lip Sync for the Crown. I don't feel like it provides as much drama as they anticipate. And some queens just aren't natural lip syncers, as we saw from all four of them. So it it was a little bit... I don't know, because it's like, look at season nine. Peppermint, an amazing queen. She's lovely, but she had the worst track record of the final four, yet she was top two. Candy had the worst track record of the final four, top two. Got Mick had the best, didn't make the top two. Simone, Simone, yay. Oh my God. I don't love the hair, so, but I love the dress. I, every bit of this is magic to me. And let me tell you why, Julie and Emma. So she's got Joan of Arc on one side, very much like the Zendaya's Joan of Arc that she wore at the Met Gala one time. Then she's got this Grecian Aphrodite other half, and then she's Medusa up top. I would watch an entire movie about how this gorgeous Grecian Nubian goddess became Medusa and then fought for her rights. I feel like if she had slicked back hair, Mm. I just, the the hair is distracting to me. The, The... Dress is so amazing. I don't, it doesn't need that for me. I can see where you're coming from. It does kind of look like a pipe cleaners. A little bit. So then we have the let's talk to our parents. Who cares? (laughs) I mean, okay, so part of this was touching. Which part? The. (laughs) 
Okay, moving on, I guess. Katya never said anything truer than she's like, that part where they're like, what do you want to say to little Brian? I want to tell him to fuck off. I hate all this. (laughs) Got Mick's dad being like, hey, Gorge. I will say Candy's mom, so sweet. And Rosé's brother. Yeah, Rosé's brother's really cute. (laughs) That was precious. Simone's grandma. Oh my God, and then Simone's grandma being like, we love that you're on the RuPaul. She's got the Simone t-shirt on. Be pressed. Glad they got that fluffy pillow in there. So then the horrible, you gotta have friends moment. Which Yikes, no, nope, never, skip, bye, lop. So now we're looking for spins, they get work, bitch. Rosé continues her fashion disaster. Oh, it's so bad. This was quite rough. What is that? I didn't know Candy's outfit was going to be a reveal. That was a nice shock, I will say, because reveals have become so state at this point. You're like, oh my God, what's behind that fucking curtain? This was a nice surprise. That wasn't great. So Venus Williams once wore an outfit like this on the court, and let me tell you, it was a mess. Love Venus Williams. She's a big proponent for equality. She ensured, along with Billie Jean King, that women got equal pay at the Grand Slams. But she wore this, like, pie lattice cutout thing on her torso once. Nightmare. But I clearly think Candy won this lip sync. Yeah, I mean, Rosé just kept fucking spinning. I think she was tired. She looked tired. She didn't look like she had very much energy. And it is not easy to perform for an empty room. I will say this. So in the Got Mick Nikki tutorials thing, which was lovely because they're both trans and they got to talk about that a little bit and they're both killing the game. They filmed this for 17 hours. It was a 17 hour day. Damn. Of course they got tired. Holy shit. Right? Look at those tiny little shoes Candy's wearing. But, <laughs> and you know, all the more credit to Candy for bringing that much energy, at least to the performances we saw. Mm-hmm. So then the second Give me, give me more. Give me, okay, like, give me lip sync to criminal, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Do you like pan flutes? Do you like obscure Britney Spears songs that should have been number one hits? You're going to love criminal. We're going to watch the video after this. I wonder if God has a reveal. <laughs> she did joke about that in the uh, live reaction. Also, I wonder if Simone has a reveal. <laughs> I fucking oh, no. love this Lakers outfit on her and this giant high top paid. I love oh, it. It's so good. <laughs> I will say it was funny because um, they're all clearly shit faced watching the reaction to see who would win. And Simone was like, damn it, you can see my hair underneath the other one. And Rosé was like, no, baby, no, baby. And Gamek was like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> It was great. Simone brought it, I thought. Absolutely she brought it. And then... The Tim's look, the one high, one low. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, so that was clear. I wasn't nervous at all. As soon as Got Mick started, I was like, you're out. You're not doing it right. Bye. One well, then she did a fucking split. <laughs> Ooh, that looks so painful. Oh, so painful. So then we get yeah. to see one brief second of each of the other queens. Of each. Four seconds each. <laughs> four seconds. So we head into the final lip sync. Look at Candy. <laughs> Look at fucking Candy. Her crotch is down to her fucking knees. I mean, I guess we don't all have to believe in the same body shape, but and it would be awful to be in a corset all day. But imagine what that would look like if she were cinched a little bit. It's not that I mind. It's the fact that no biological human <laughs> has a crotch that is that low. Simone also does not look great to start this out. She looks like a priest or a priestess. 
in a religious ceremony with that long cloak. <laughs> now, Bob yeah. said he thinks that her hair was meant to spin. And that's why oh, it doesn't... it was. not like... Absolutely supposed was it? to. Yeah. Why has Candy decided to wear this black, very strange wig and have black lips? Once Simone is out of her coat, I'm like all in. Yeah. Uh, it's that like the fringe phenomena where it's just like it makes you <laughs> impossible not to look at, especially in a fluorescent color. Um, is it phenomenon or phenomenon? So the song they're lip syncing to is Till the World Ends. Yes. And at some point, Simone pulls one of her braids and out pops four gold strings. <laughs> it was supposed to spin. I don't know that that would have been... Was I don't know. It doesn't seem like that was worth going for. Maybe better of hair she could have danced in. Yeah. I really I don't need reveals anymore. Unless they make sense. Same. You know? But the first time when I, when I was watching it, I was afraid that Candy was going to win. Just because she was like jumping up and down, had so much energy. Yeah, she did give it, but I felt like Simone still served. Yeah, she doesn't give shit. Too. She just walks. And I'd like to think some track record came into the decision between the two of them. Well, and also, do you want Candy Muse repping your brand after the, like, arrogant fight she got into and all the other shit? She's got a lot going on, but she's not. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's a great representative for the brand. No. She fights too much. I mean, not like Mick, who's shirtless and fabulous. I know. It is so warm up here. (laughs) He's just eyebrows at this point. I am sweating so much. Well, it was the so longest sorry. season in the history of the world, but <laughs> it was a great one, don't you think? This is one I will go yeah. back and watch again and again. I think this will enter the realms of the four through nine that I watch all the time now. Well, let's go to the uh, chat. Chat. And let's rate do this it. Finale. Should we rate the episode or the season or both or what? Ooh, that's a great question. Let's do the episode first. So we are reading this episode, this standalone finale. Send. Oh! <laughs> Emma gave it an 88. Nick lowballing with an 85. Like, he's not going to rewatch it. Luckily, the real score is a 92. So great job. Emma. Great job. Really, Nick. I love the winner. I just did not love the finale format and the pacing and the bullshit musical number. Can we just say... I don't know. The lip syncs were not that great. How much better it was than the at-home finale? Well, I mean, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Like, I'll never watch that again, except as a joke. Like, I want to see Crystal's (laughs) outfit. All right, let's rate the whole season. The whole... Whole season, season from the pork chop lounge, from the walk-in. Nobody ever went home. Life. Elliot. No one ever went home. I know. From Elliot the spy and Tanisha the Ace squad is coming and Ace for you. Bullshit. Yeah. Denali going home far too early. Hundred percent pure love. Pure love. Hundred oh percent pure love. That's here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Send. Oh my gosh, Emma just a little bit over at 94, Nick with a solid score of 92, but Julie with the perfect score of 92. What a good well done, team. Julie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely rewatchable. Yeah. 
It went on for a while, but I didn't mind it. It was like a little bloated and I was like, it doesn't feel like anything's real and there's no competition because it's week six and one person has gone home. But I did like how much we got to know every single one of the queens. Yeah. Very of true. Yeah. Two thousand one to two thousand twenty. Guess that song. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. So we'll play the bit. You can put in the chat your answer. You get five points for each artist and song title. So you can get oh, ten damn. points per song that plays. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> this is a new way of playing, <laughs> Emma. So is it okay? Is it fair play to distract Julie to reveal my nipples? <laughs> first. You'll listen to four seconds of song. And then you'll get in the chat. You'll have five seconds to enter something in the chat, and then I will say go, and you'll have to submit whatever you got. Okay. Let's begin. All right, let's begin. First song. Oh, God. And go. <laughs> okay, I couldn't put them all in. Yeah, me either. <laughs> What's your answer? Lady Mermaid. Time's up now. <laughs> Correct. Hmm. And the artists are Lil' Kim, Christina Aguilera, Pink, and Maya. Is there points for correct spelling? Oh, Ten points each. <laughs> no, just because I used the eight in Skater Boy. You're both correct. That was Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. <laughs> Next song. And send. Nice. You both nailed it. In the club. In the club. It is spelled D-A. I, yes. Like I wrote that. <laughs> Why were you like, correcting? You're like, it is spelled D-A. I wrote D-A. I wasn't. Next song. And go. What's your answer? Ooh. Just lose it. Correct. Oh, we both Just got it wrong. Just lose it. We, so you both we get both... M&M points. Um, lose my mind, yeah. lose it. Same thing. I point. Calm down. <laughs> Next song. No, 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 don't fuck with my heart. That's right. Nick pulls away for a commanding lead. Next song. <laughs> and go. Nice. Oh, I wrote Justine. <laughs> it's <just her. laughs> We're supposed to spell it right. <laughs> my bad. Ten old. What's your answer? Sexy back. Sexy back. I also wrote Timber Black. My bad. Justine Timber Black. Next song. Oh, God. I can't ever I remember like her name. Shit. Fly like paper again. <laughs> And go. I even sang it. I said I get high like paper, get high like planes. I guess you don't get high on both. Well, I mean, maybe. maybe. Time's up. Time's What's up. your answer? Paper planes? You're right. Good job, right. dude. Next song. Next song. And go. It's not a kiss. Yes. Is it I kissed a girl? 
It is I kissed a girl. Mm, he's like a Katy Perry. I I'm kissed a girl. You are. No, you're holding them there. Oh, all right. So. We've still got. It's a kiss. It's a net. And go. Time's up. What's your answer? Right round. Correct. The right round. It's a really good idea. Not the song, but at least flow right. Human my hand right with Kesha before the dollar sign. All right, there's no bonus points. All right, and next song. <laughs> no. I'm guessing. I have no idea. I've never heard this song. And go. <laughs> What's your answer? Brittany. Brittany Mars. Five points. I knew the voice. All right. Next song. Oh, that's super gay. He's totally going to know it. <laughs> you know that voice. You know that voice. Did you not? It's after she got the dollar. <laughs> and go. That's made the most of the night. The correct Dance like, like your daddy. daddy. <laughs> that is a song. You <laughs> <laughs> did it. No uh, trouble. <laughs> it was Megan Trainor's breakout hit, all about that bass. Oh my God, it's the same. Yikes. Well, that's not fair, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Next song. Time's <laughs> up. Julie wrote what? <laughs> <And> go. <laughs> uh. Nick, 21 pilots stressed <laughs> out. Stressed out. Correct. You're right. You knew that. that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick's so, so exposed. <laughs> Julie's foreign name. woman or <laughs> Nick's Daya right now. No, sorry. Our friend the in the computer is. It's the chain smokers featuring Daya, don't let me down. I feel like I succeeded. So. We were just kids when we fell. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Enter. Is Julie wrote Ed Sheeran sad and lonely now. And Nick wrote Ed Sheeran sad song about <laughs> And the correct answer is Ed Sheeran's perfect. Um, <laughs> sure. Naturally. Uh, that feels like white supremacy. Next song. <laughs> You're not even speaking so my friends know. Time's up. What's your answer? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Julie did manage to, to write everything she heard. By maybe like Post Malone. <laughs> All right, Post Malone for both of you. It is not Olive Garden lover, Nick. It is. He loves Olive Garden. It's called. Iverson. It's also not. You're speaking to my friends now. No more white. Uh, it's better now. <laughs> sure. I was close. You guys. <laughs> I was just gonna write white guy, and then I was like, oh, it's probably Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up and go. Oh Billie Eilish, I'm a goth duh, or they dance to it on So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the correct she's, answer is Billie Eilish, bury a friend. She's really good uh, on the hot one. one. Last song. There's a difference between a word and a meme. Yep, last song. What? What's your answer? <laughs> is the answer Julie's no clue, but she's huge on TikTok, or Nick's doula peep? <laughs> Unfortunately, those are both cor- incorrect. Selena Gomez's uh, boyfriend was the correct answer. So, wow. Um, I can't say well done, but entertaining job all. And Nick, congratulations on dominating the odds. <laughs> if only you could have done it with a shirt on. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Well, we just vomited out a lot of information, which hopefully will tide you over. We are taking a little two-week break, a little vacation, get our heads together. So our next episode will be posted on May 21st. If you'd like to go back and do our catalog, you can go to takespod.com. You can also listen to Blurg, our recap podcast with amazing impressions by myself and Nick of all the stars of 30 Rock. If you're not watching it, please do. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to come back better and stronger than before. Nick's going to be wearing a shirt. We'll see, we'll Julie. We'll be wearing a shirt because we'll be in person. Ah, oh, well, we'll see, Julie. He's going to show up in a robe and just like immediately strip. It's peeping Tom. Little flasher man. No, it's been a fucking delight recapping all 12 years of season 13. And I'm very excited to go into RuPaul's Drag Race España, RuPaul's Drag Race Australia, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, RuPaul's Drag Race International, RuPaul's Drag Race everything. Cannot fucking wait. It's going to be great. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Ta-ta for now. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Takes All Over the Place is a project of Teen Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.